Hi y'all, another episode, and this one's going to continue from the episode about uh, setting up your calorie macro uh, diet, and now that we set it up, and we're going to be doing the high carb, low carb days, uh, let's take a look at some foods that maybe we should implement into our diet, and why we should implement some of these foods. Um, I'm a start off with the protein sources protein i believe uh, red meat uh, unless you have some sort of a rare disease or or um, some sort of stomach ulcers where a physician might tell you not to eat red meat uh, i would consume red meat or i guess if it's your religion not to eat red meat eat red meat uh, red meat is perfectly fine for everyone. It's perfectly fine to eat every day. It's perfectly fine to eat it two times a day and, or even three times a day, or that's the only type of protein that you get during the day. Uh, so red meat from cow, from elk, from whatever, uh, it has all the uh, essential vitamins and minerals in it, and it has the essential macronutrients. So it has fats and it has protein in it. It doesn't have carbs. Carbs are not essential. There's no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. Um, like I said before, it's there for performance purposes only, in my opinion. It gives you that direct energy <clears throat> and can help you out in the gym. Now, uh, red meat, well, there's no correlation between red, red meat and uh, cardiovascular issues or red meat and arthrosclerosis or red meat and strokes or red meat and diabetes or red meat and high cholesterol and high and cholesterol is totally dependent on the person and it's really just a ratio of uh what hdl triglycerides so we're cholesterol numbers um there is a range that blood work gives and uh, that really doesn't mean too much if you if your doctor doesn't understand the other lifestyle choices that you have and the other numbers and and, and they just go by the little <clears throat> red uh, red or green marks on there to let them know if it's high or within normal, uh, you should get another doctor. So red meat, essential. Uh, the types of red meat will depend on, like the cuts of red meat will depend on your, your diet of that day. So if it's going to be a higher carb day, I would go with something along the lines of like a London broil steak or a um, tenderloin or uh, let's keep it sort of cheap and let's do like a uh, 90-10 or 93-7 or even 97-3 um, beef, ground beef. You can make burgers out of them. You can make ground beef tacos. You can do um, uh, you can do like a ground meat uh, meatloaf, whatever you want to do, right? I think burgers are awesome. Um, because then you can put it in the bun on the high carb days or on the low carb days, you can put it in some lettuce wraps. So like a butter leaf lettuce is what I recommend. So, um, so red meat essential as a, has the best sources of iron and B vitamins that our body can actually use. Um, because again, it's, it's coming from, it's a, a ruminous animal and has retinal forms of vitamins and minerals and uh far superior you can eat chicken so chicken's another option chicken thighs on your um low carb days or um chicken breast on your high carb days uh or chicken breast with the skin on your 
uh, low carb days. So uh, chicken breast typically gets dry. So what we what would we do with it? Well, I find that pulling the chicken, like in the crock pot, uh, it, it usually becomes dry um, during meal preps. So like uh, whenever you um, like put it in the refrigerator, it seems to keep its dryness. And uh, I've tried multiple things to do to keep it uh, moist. <laughs> awesome word. And uh, I've tried the uh, broths. I've tried um, extra sodium in there, which is kind of like a broth, the whole idea with broth. Uh, nothing really seemed to keep it because um, you, again, even sauces like barbecue sauces and stuff, um, you can use regular barbecue sauce or you can use a low, like a sugar-free barbecue sauce like G. Hughes. Um, but then you're stuck with that barbecue, right? So um, typically I like to grill chicken or um, cast iron chicken or same thing, or even air fry. Air fryer, if you don't have one, I'd probably invest in that. So with the chicken, um, you can obviously just cut it into strips. You can add it into wraps, add it onto um, um, burger buns, or you can do like a um, grilled cheese and add chicken in there with the cheese, right? There's a lot of different things you can do on the high carb days. Low carb days, roughly the same thing. You can put it in like a butter leaf lettuce wrap. Uh, you can just do uh, a chicken salad. So you can cube it up and put it in like with some mayonnaise and or avocado. And uh, you can do chicken salads if you want to. Um, but I would avoid a lot of salads um, and, and greens. And I'll get into that in a second. And um, so that's that would be the protein source there. Pork you can do. It's totally fine. I'd probably stick with that with like the high carb days. Um, for like the pork, um, pork tenderloin, it's really, really lean. Um, or, or the low, low carb days, you can do like pork, um, pork short ribs. Again, they got a lot of fat in there. If, if meats have a lot of fats, uh, on your low carb days. So if you are eating the, the high, the higher fat meats, like in steak, like ribeyes. Oh yeah. So like, that's really a really good one for your low carb days. Um, I would, I would go with grass-fed, grass-finished uh, animals and for for your low-carb days. And then you would have the meat for your high-carb days would just be your regular grain-fed. Uh, there's the reason why is because there is a lot of inflammation um, and a lot of omega, um, like omega fatty acid uh, issue with having animals that are fed grain and not really active and roaming. Uh, it could be pro-inflammatory on the body, so cause inflammation. And so if you are eating the fat, which is totally good for you, um, e beef even has natural CLA. So the whole CLA that you buy from a, a supplement store that says, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Um, the far superior form is coming from cow, uh, not from sunflower seed oil or safflower seed oil, whatever they use. Um, so, <clears throat> so again, grass-fed, grass-finished um, animals for low carb days because you're eating the fat. Um, if again, if you're not on high carb days, the, the meat, like the muscle itself really doesn't contain like, well, toxins and such, um, or like inf inflammatory issues. Um, uh, not as much as fat. So that, that doesn't really matter. Other protein sources that you can do, let's say for snacks, you got beef jerky. Um, we have, uh, cheese sticks, dairy, 
Uh, some people have a reaction to dairy, so obviously don't use, use it if it if you have a severe reaction. If you do have like lactose intolerance, go for things like goat cheese, goat milk products. Uh, goats have different enzymes than cows, and so you, if you're lactose intolerant, you can totally eat those and be fine. If you're allergic to dairy, you can eat those as as well. So go after goat cheeses, goat yogurt, things like that. Um, and prices will vary, so I don't know how cost-effective that is. Um, the, you can, again, Greek yogurt, full fat, low carb days, non-fat, high carb days. Uh, you can make like, um, what they call like, uh, just like a protein powder inside, uh, Greek yogurt. So plain Greek yogurt, protein powder. So then you can kind of change your flavors up based on like whatever protein powders that you have. Um, you can throw in some, uh, frozen, uh, blueberries, or you can chop up, uh, frozen strawberries, kind of do the same thing and mix it in there. I give it give it more volume uh, for those low carb days because uh, again berries don't have that much carbohydrates uh, that are really going to impact your sugar blood sugar and insulin levels um uh let's see so um other than that uh you got eggs you can do uh so you can do like hard-boiled eggs if you take for snacks uh, but a lot of snacking you don't need to snack um so like I mean, same thing whole eggs eat eggs eat whole eggs if you're not allergic to them uh, or di or have digestive issues with them if you do seem like you're getting bloated with eggs uh, or egg whites it's probably the egg whites um, albumin is uh an, like in a, a protein um that uh, a protein peptide i guess a protein that uh seems to have aggravate a lot of people it causes some inflammatory issues and uh people with autoimmune disorders typically will be um, intolerant to albumin. Um, and, uh, so going back to like when people ask me about protein, like what should I snack on for protein throughout the day? You do have like protein shakes, protein bars. I'm not a big fan of protein bars and such. I mean, you know, I'd rather do like beef jerky. Um, it would be awesome. Cause again, you're keeping your sodium in there. You got just your protein source and typically they're going to be lower fat. Uh, but you got to be careful on, on the low carb days because some of them have a lot of sugar in there. So you do have to do a little bit of reading on the nutrition panel. Um, but why, why do you find the need to snack? Um, your meal should be able to satisfy you until your next feeding. So I'm, whenever people ask for about like snacking foods, uh, it, it, it just regular food, but smaller, <laughs> um, regular, like your meals, but cut them up and put them in a bag or put them in a Tupperware container. Um, that's, that's pretty much, uh, snacks, right? And, uh, that, that's just what you got to do. You know, there's, there's no better meal than chicken breast in a bag, right? <laughs> or steak in a bag. I've done that multiple times. So, um, so that's, that's the food choices there. Um, snacking, I would just get rid of it, man. Snacking is going to cause you to overeat. Uh, we will, to, you know, you can easily have an extra 500 to 600 calories snacking throughout the day, and then that can ruin your whole macronutrient um, uh, throughout the week. So then it leaves you with less calories to indulge on on your cheat meal or cheat day, whatever you decide to do, or free meal, free day, whatever you call it. We call it a cheat day. Um, if you get uh, you get offended by that or you feel like it is making you uncomfortable well suck it up um, and uh, stop being so uh, so fragile so um, 
So what about carbohydrate sources? So I'm a big fan of like uh, white rice, um, like rice products. I'm not a big fan of brown rice. It has a husk on it. It's really harsh on the stomach to break down. Some people have issues. A lot of people have issues. A lot of people, or some people don't. Um, I think more people have issues than, than not. Um, and, uh, you know, you can do white potato. You can do sweet potato. I'm not a big fan of, like, different types of um, hard grains, like buckwheats and all that stuff. Uh, I just find, like, wheat products are inferior to a lot of uh, other items. I know that uh, they claim to have lower impact on your blood sugar, and that's, they say, just because of the fiber content. Well, it's just you're going to be pairing your no one's sitting down and eating a bowl of rice a, a white rice of course your, your glucose is going to spike it doesn't matter how insulin sensitive you are your glucose is going to spike um you're pairing it with food you're pairing it with protein that slows the digestion right down that allows uh insulin to do its thing uh to attach onto the sugar that's coming from the white rice or you're pairing it up with fats. I mean, it's never going to, like, you're not going to be like, just, oh, yeah, what do you want to eat for lunch? Oh, um, a cup of white rice and that's it. That's stupid. Um, it doesn't It doesn't matter. Um, so those little glycemic index, while they do have a place somewhere um, for, for data collection and variables and such uh, within the data, I, it's not a place to make your decision on which carbohydrates are good versus which carbohydrates are bad. I would go with the one that has the less inflammatory issue. Um, so those, those are pretty much my carb sources. So like white potato, um, sweet potatoes, fine. If you can handle it, um, you, you have like different types of white roots. So like yukon root and, uh, um, taro, uh, white rice though. Um, I, those are, those are my go-to and that's pretty much it, man. I mean, you can, you can buy the powders and such, and you can make like a, uh, like a, like a rice powder, um, gluten-free pancake. You can do all that crap. Um, so it doesn't really matter, but those are like the main starches that I would go for, for carbohydrates. Um, I would also add in honey. Uh, honey is very unique in how it uh, impacts our blood or how little impacts our blood sugar adds so many benefits with antibacterial and also um, helps restore gut bacteria. It's, it's awesome. It's phenomenal. Um, you can use an intro workout, post-workout throughout the day, replace it instead of jam. So instead of jam um, or jellies, do, you know, almond butter sandwiches with honey on it or rice cakes with honey, um, depending on your, your carb days, right? Um, whenever you do, if you, um, do like a, make your own like teriyaki sauce or barbecue sauce, you know, mix a little bit of honey in there, make it sweeter. Um, put real honey in with mustard and some, um, stevia or Splenda, uh, or erythritol, um, and make your own honey mustard sauce. Um, so those are some, some like the, the carb sources that I can think of like right off my head, um, that, that would be beneficial for that straight energy, right? You have fruits are the other types of carb sources. So fructose, right? Um, it's not bad for you. Uh, berries, things that are ruminous, um, are really good. It has a lot of antioxidants, um, due to like, uh, the, the genetics of it and also getting nutrients from the sun and soil. So different colors. So I would just say when it comes to berries or fruits, uh, get a variety of different colors, right? Um, same thing with like squashes, um, 
so squashes, they're a fruit. They have seeds in them. So anything with the seeds, typically going to be a fruit. Uh, avocado, again, same idea. Avocado, more fat. Awesome amount of potassium, fiber, um, and a little bit of protein, but I, I really don't count that type of protein. Um, so um, so that, that's, that's the route that I'd go. Keep your fruits uh, colorful and typically eat within the season. Uh, if you, the, the earth grows fruits uh, depending on season and uh, it's there for a reason because it has certain nutrients that we would need to survive the environment during that given time of the season. Uh, so eat whatever's in season and uh, eat a variety of different colors. Uh, when it comes to fats, uh, fats, you have your coconut oil, you have your fat from your meats. Um, it's typically what I'd stick with. Um, but the coconut oil can provide like antibacterial um, from the caprylic acid in it. So it can help with gut health. It can also provide a boost, short boost of energy as well um, whenever on the low um, carbohydrate diet. So if you do want some like, well, the, you probably heard of MCT oil. Typically it's coming from coconut oil, typically. Um, you, can, you can eat uh, real 100% olive uh, oil and do not cook with it. Just drizzle it on your food. Um, it has a lot of benefits of it, of the olenic acid, right? It can help with... Uh, uh, and it can help with reducing inflammation and uniquely helping with pro-inflammatory issues, um, help a little bit of like, uh, inflammation while you're working out. Um, so that's a good, good source of fat, right? Um, and again, antibacterial, antimicrobial, uh, properties of it as well. So, um, other than that, the fats, I'm trying to think, um, uh, sorry, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. Um, that's, that's about the fats I'd go. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to add in extra oils and such, unless you are really trying to gain weight. But if you're trying to lose weight, typically your meats or your dairies are going to have enough fat in there to hit your daily fat intake, especially like if you eat one ribeye, <laughs> um, your, or like one, like sausage, like full fat sausage. Um, you're, you're going to hit your fat intake. There's really no need to, to add in oils and such again, unless you are trying to increase weight or you're an athlete uh, it's where you need a lot more calories a lot more grams of fat than 100 grams of fat on your high or on your low carb days high fat days um all right so how do i go about meal planning because now that we got our your calories that you need for the day for the week how do we get those in and meals and and um and how do we use these foods that i was just talking about how do we get those in our meals I don't have time. That's typically what a lot of people say. I don't have time or I'm, I'm bad at it. Um, if you're bad at something, what do you do to get better? You practice it. You continually do it, right? Um, I'm, we were all five years old once. And we all were terrible at riding a bicycle. Now... What did we have to do to become better at riding the bicycle? We had to ride the bicycle. Um, yeah, that's what we had to do. What about math in school? We were all terrible in math. And multiplication tables gave us such a hard time. And <laughs> what do we have to do? We had to do the work. Do we want to do the work? No, but will it benefit us later on? Yeah, because we're not going to be failing school and have to repeat the grades or repeat classes. Um, whenever we have the ability to learn, right? So it's a little bit of sacrifice. 
that little bit of sacrifice pays off because now we remember those multiplications. Do, do we need to sit down with that little multiplication chart thing or write out the numbers, like draw out the numbers? If, I, if I'm doing three times three, no. <laughs> it, you don't have to think about it. So that's gonna be the, the awesome part about food prep or food planning is that you don't even have to think about it. It does require some effort at the beginning, but that's it. You're sacrificing just a, like a month, a month at minimal um, is usually what I see successful rates. A month of weighing out your food, a month of um, uh, figuring out which foods uh, agree with you or not. So you can keep them or take them out of your diet. It's just give yourself a month. Buy a food scale. Food scale will help you um, figure out how much is four ounces, six ounces, eight ounces, 10 ounces of meat, uh, how many um, grams uh, or 150 grams, 200 grams, 300 grams of rice. Um, that's, and again, whenever we, we weigh out food, 100 grams of rice is, does not mean 100 grams of carbohydrates. It just means the weight of the rice. And then that weight of the rice, if you plug it into MyFitnessPal app, it'll show you 100 grams of rice equals X number of carbohydrates, okay? So food scale, the reason why we use it and we don't have to use it forever is because we get an idea of what a portion looks like. So if I know that like six ounces of red meat is from a two inch steak um, about the size of uh, my palm to my fingertip, if I know that, I'm pretty golden. And if there, there's so many people that they like eyeball something, they're like, I bet it's seven ounces. And they throw it on the weight scale. And guess what? It's like 6.8 ounces or 7.4 ounces. It's, it, you become intuitive with eating. And you become intuitive with uh, eyeballing how much weight is in this carbohydrate, like this amount of carbohydrates or this amount of meat or this amount of fat. You get it, you have a rough idea. The only, the hardest, the hardest macronutrient to really know about is fats on the low carb days because you don't know how much fat is in each uh, ribeye. It's a good rough um, estimate on MyFitnessPal app, but you really don't know because every cut of meat is different. So it, it, to me, that's why I say like, don't try to add in fats because you're probably gonna be over your fats if you start adding in fats. Um, just eat meats with fats in it and you'll be totally fine. You'll hit your numbers. And again, if you need to increase it, uh, with oils, it's be you only do that if you are feeling really sluggish, even after your carbohydrate days. And then you're like, well, crap, maybe on my low carb days, I do need a little bit more fat. And then that's where you would add in the extra um, fats from oils, right? It's typically what I go with or an avocado, right? Okay. Um, All right, sorry about that. So, um, so what we what we want to do is how we set up a successful plan for meal prepping throughout the week. Simple, we meal prep one, one or two days out of the week. We set aside some time to eat or to to cook the food that we're going to eat. Uh, so typically, one week you'll have if you if you cook one day a week. You're usually going to have one to two meats that are your main sources of protein and one to two carbohydrates that are your main carbohydrates. 
Um, vegetables, I would stick with things like butterleaf lettuce um, rather than iceberg lettuce. Um, you can do spinach. Um, you can do asparagus, Brussels sprouts, tiny bit of broccoli, um, you know, snap peas, things like I, I typically like asparagus, um, smaller amounts of Brussels sprouts, uh, like in a, in a, um, oh geez, in a air fryer and like butterleaf lettuce. The reason why butterleaf lettuce is because, uh, they usually don't have as many like, um, uh, toxins from from the pesticides and such uh usually the ro romaine lettuce or iceberg lettuce hold more which is why they're always being recalled more often uh for e coli and uh so butterleaf lettuce is just a lot better you'll 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 notice a huge difference in how you digest uh butterleaf lettuce with less gas um than other uh lettuces and uh Broccoli and Brussels sprouts, they usually, coriferous vegetables will cause more gas, which will make you uncomfortable throughout the day. So again, our meal planning and foods are trying to make us not feel uncomfortable. We're trying to feel optimal and have a, a flat stomach, uh, avoid bad fermentation in our small intestine from foods. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to avoid a lot of that gas buildup and the bad fermentation in our um, stomach so we can feel better. We can have a better gut microbiome which is very important for a variety of things besides immune system um, it's also there for uh, mental health as well with our production of serotonin um, so we take that one to two days we cook all of our food you typically if you're going to cook your meats you're going to grill it or air fry it or pan sear it you do it all at once you set it aside um, typically i like to weigh my food after cooking it because it gets all the water out, so you you kind of you have a better idea of of how much weight is in each uh, meat um, uh, without the water weight. So let it set for a little while. Cut it up into slices or however you want to use it. If it's ground beef, set it aside. Pull out your scale. Pull out containers or Ziploc bags, freezer Ziploc bags, um, and then start weighing it out. Ziploc bags are pretty easy. So what you can do with Ziploc bags is that you can literally put them in and you can flatten them and zip them up after you weigh them, right? And you can store them in your your freezer or refrigerator in little Ziploc bags. And so you can store multiple of them because you can stack them or you can get a little like little box that you can put inside your freezer and you can, again, freeze them face down and then you can set them up and kind of use it like a, like a filing cabinet. Um, so you can see your meals. You can choose to mix your carbohydrates, so your rice and your your, pro, your proteins together, so rice and ground beef, let's say. You can mix it in one bag, and you can put it in the freezer, and that can be there for, let's say, Saturday while you're cooking on this Sunday, right? So you just let it thaw. Um, and then you can take it with you in your lunchbox or whatever, and then just have a container with you that you can dump it in and heat it up at work or wherever you're going. Um, and... And again, it'll be frozen, so by the end of the day, if that's your last meal, guess what? It'll be thawed out. So, um, and then it's your ice pack as well. So you can always like freeze one meal for your day, especially if you have a very long day. If you leave early in the morning, come back really late at night, that's a good way to keep your meals fresh uh, and, uh, and also not have to have like a ice pack the entire time. Um, so you can do that. You can, so weigh it out. So put your protein... Um, put your carbohydrates, weigh out your carbohydrates. You can buy the little 
I, I just do regular Tupperware and then I just mix them together. So, um, that's usually what I do. And I do that on the day that I'm taking it to with me to, to work or out and about. Um, so I like to cook in bulk and then I will just put it in really large, um, uh, containers, put that in the fridge and then I'll take it out like the day before. And then I'll, I'll put my, my container on the food scale and then weigh it out and figure out what I have there. Right. Um, but if you don't have the, the ability or the, if you feel like you don't have the time, which you do, but if you feel like you don't have the time, um, at night or to do that for the next day, you can do it the, the whole every day in advance. And you see a lot of people with those little meal prep containers and they just stack their fridge full of them. And it does take a day, um, to, to, to do the cooking and to do the weighing out and to setting aside. It's so easy. Um, the problem is, is that people want, I guess they want a huge amount of variety. Like I, I you, you have to become creative in the kitchen, uh, learn how to cook, uh, add condiments or you're going to be your friend. You learn how to use spices, learn how to use, uh, peppers, mushrooms, saute things, you learn how to do that. It not only helps you with the skill, but it can also uh, help you prepare you for like when you get a family, when you have kids, um, or if you have a date, if you have, you know, girls coming over, guys coming over, you know how to cook for them. That shows that you learn. That's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> it's cool to know how to cook things. It's cool to, know how to do things. Um, and, uh, and you're learning. That's the biggest part of it. And, uh, and then you might gain like a, 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 um, like a, a hobby from it. Uh, like, like I do, I, I enjoy it. And, uh, and it, your meals, let's say all oh, chicken and rice, broccoli and rice or beef and rice, beef and potato. I mean, yeah, they're all going to be the same, but that's the same thing. If you were to go to a fast food restaurant, it's all freaking burgers and fries. I mean, what do they do? You know, it's all burgers and fries, burgers and fries, chicken and fries, chicken strips and fries. Uh, it's all the same. You're literally, it's all the same. It's just that you're not cooking it and you think that it tastes better. Well, why does it taste better? Probably because they're putting tons of salt and, um, and other processed food like ingredients in there. Well, if you put salt and condiments on your food, so let's say like you do like a, a beef teriyaki. Um, so you do like white rice, some beef in there. You carry around your teriyaki sauce with you. You put and you have your little bag of like, um, cilantro and some chives and, um, and some pineapple, like throw that in there, put the teriyaki sauce on, boom, you got that right there. Let's say you do the same thing, but instead you do cilantro, you do chives, uh, you, you have some salsa or some hot sauce. Uh, and then you throw on some like, um, I don't know, like corn salsa that you made before or some feta cheese or some like, you know, low fat feta cheese or whatever. Like, um, you know, now you have a different meal. Yeah. You have a totally different meal. It's not like, Oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's and grab a hamburger. And then I'm going to go to Wendy's and grab a hamburger. They're freaking both hamburgers. So there's a huge amount of variety in meal prepping. It literally just takes that one day or two days. I would just do one day to do that, to cook it and to weigh it out. You can always do something else while you're cooking, while you're weighing the food. You can listen to podcasts. Hey, you're listening to me right now. You could be listening to this and doing your uh, meal prep 
if you're not in riding in the car, right? Um, you could be talking on your phone to someone or video chatting with someone while doing your meal prep. You could be finding out how your day is, or how the day was with the, the, the spouse or with the children through meal prep. You can teach your child about nutrition while doing meal prep. You can help them learn how to cut food while doing food prep. There's a lot of things that you can do to help them, right? If you have a baby, okay, obviously that's not going to be the greatest time. Um, you're going to have to really <laughs> sacrifice some some sleep time um, and cleaning time. So hopefully there's two of you that can that can uh, one that can meal prep and such and and uh, so, but um, but that's that's really what you got to do. You got to think about multitasking. And the way I like to look at it, and the way that I'll tell people when they when people say they don't have time to do something, um, I just I ask them how bad do they want it? Now how how important it is for you to to get your meals in on time, to feel better um, throughout the day, uh, to have energy, to lose body fat, to improve blood markers, to extend the longevity of your life, to um, spend more time with your family. Uh, how important are these things to you? If it, if it's important, you'll do it. If I said, hey, meal prep for a year and I will give you $1 million after this year, how many of you will do that? There, I bet the majority of you will do that. And it's, it's kind of sad that you would need some sort of monetary incentive to be able to do things. That's really what people are like nowadays. You all want some sort of monetary incentive to do something. Or you feel like you're entitled for some sort of incentive, incentive, right? So hopefully that can clear up some issues with your meal prepping and meal planning and how to set your diet up. This is going to set you up for success with your diet and your food choices. It's going to make everything a lot easier. Just give yourself a month to do this. Just one month. That's all I say. All right. Bye.